Welcome back. This is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017thehammer.com. Over to our Hammerhead hotline we go and we welcome in Sean Green from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are getting very, very close to kickoff for both uh, NFL and Purdue. And, you know, it's a great time to start looking at the uh, the, the feature or the futures and uh, things you want to be keeping an eye on. Sean, pleasure to have you on here, man. What exactly is the Sports Gambling Podcast Network? Well, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty simple. You like gambling on sports? We got you covered. Uh, tons of free picks, podcasts. Uh, we have an app, SGPN. It's called in the App Store, Google Play Store. And besides all the free content uh, we we have, we also do a uh, a bunch of contests. We're trying to give away a hundred thousand dollars for oh. NFL Week One. Uh, you have to get a, an insane amount of uh, picks against the spread right. But, again, it's free to enter, and uh, all our content is free, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, that is, that's amazing. I don't know how many people are going to give away 100K week one. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, – Hope and do. Yeah, I, I hope you do too, man. That would be absolutely ridiculous. Again, it's called the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and you know, Sean and his buddies do a, a great job of putting you up on stuff. And seeing as how I lost, geez, a good 10, 12 units on two uh, two run lines that got blown last night, my friend, the, the – Cardinals and then of course the Field of Dreams game both those run lines get blown in the ninth inning I think I need all the help I can get when we get into NFL stuff man absolutely brutal last night <sighs> but hey oh uh, yeah at least it was, was fun uh, to watch <laughs> oh yeah no the Field of Dreams is so cool I was just I was just waiting for some uh, fan to come out of the uh, cornfield just uh, <laughs> Kevin Costner's dad <laughs> That's really what that movie's about, right? It's about a guy who bankrupts his family so he can play catch with his dad. I mean, that's essentially what it is. So, I don't know. It is what it is. All right, so uh, let's get into some of these futures here. And first off, when it comes to NFL futures, I'm always skittish about this during the preseason because injuries happen, man. So yep. do, you, do you have, like, a rule of thumb of when do you like to play your futures? Do you do it early on and, and tend to get more value? I mean, What's a rule of thumb for you if I say I want to take an over-under on the Bears or the Colts here? Do you, do you wait until right before week one starts? Uh, you know, there's only three preseason games now. How do you usually like to play that? Yeah, you know, you kind of have to see what the number is and whether you think it will change. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like where your head's at as far as, like, get down on these win totals. Wait until uh, – maybe wait until that last – after that last preseason game uh, – where the starters will play, just just because you don't want to you don't want to bet on an over and then and then have the quarterback go down in preseason. Uh, that's always super frustrating. But yeah, I mean, if you're going on overs, um, I would actually say bet them a little earlier. Unders, you usually have more time because uh, it'll creep up as the public gets involved on on some of the totals. But yeah. Waiting, waiting till closer to the actual start of the season, probably not a horrible idea. Well, unless you're Colts, unless you want to bet on the Colts, because training camp always comes <laughs> around and somebody of, of consequences always hurt, whether it's your, you know, your entire offensive line, your starting quarterback, uh, your first round draft pick, you know, eh, that's the case. But let's well, let's start with the Colts here. They're uh, over under right now, setting at nine. Uh, how do you feel about that? And is this a team that's going to make a playoffs for you? Well, that's interesting because, I again, this number feels about right. I actually – this was one that I bet earlier uh, when it was a little bit higher. It was like nine and a half, I think, earlier in the season. I I think, again, I'm a big fan of Frank Reich. I think he's a good coach. But like you said, the injuries, you know, the Quentin Nelson injury was huge. The Carson Wentz injury, obviously huge. Now, it does sound like they're trending towards playing week one. 
Uh, but again, Wentz, new offense, new team. I think it could take him a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit to get settled. And their their schedule is pretty tough, especially those first five games. Mm-hmm. The thing is, they are in the AFC South, so I think they close out decently strong. I mean, honestly, I, I have them going eight and nine, so I'm on the under. But I, you know, if I wouldn't be surprised if they sneak in at nine and eight either. Yeah, it does always help when you've got two against the Jaguars and two against the Texans, who just look like a hot nest right now. So, um, yeah, you know, not not bad there. Uh, let's move on to our uh, Bears here, big Bears contingent here. Their number seems a little bit low to me at seven and a half wins. Everybody's excited about the Justin Fields videos out of camp and stuff. I, I don't think they're going to switch to him early enough, though, to really get you a lot of confidence in the over seven and a half wins. Where do you have them at? No, I mean, actually, this is one of my favorite uh, plays on the win total is the Bears over seven and a half. You know, I, I, I know Bears fans, they like to give Nagy a lot of crap. But, uh, you know, he's he's never had a losing record in Chicago. And, again, I, I think whatever you think about Andy Dalton, even he, I think, is an upgrade from Mitch Trubisky. Uh, but to me, really, I, I, I really like their – I really like their running game. I really like what I saw out of David Montgomery, especially towards the end of the season. I, and I think he makes the offense's job way easier, and they set up a bunch of easy play action off that. I, I hope they switch the field sooner rather than later because I think a lot of the stuff that Mitch was able to do well uh, towards the second half of the season, I think field can do like a much better version of that. But, I mean, you want to also talk – so I'm on the over – um, Bears that have a winning record, you can get that. I, I've seen that at like a DraftKings or a FanDuel at plus 190. I like that. And then even uh, David Montgomery to lead the league in rushing yards, that's 30 to 1. And I think regardless of who they have in there, Dalton or if they switch to field later on in the season, I think David Montgomery is going to get a lot of work. And I, I, I like that as kind of a long shot prop bet as well. We're talking with uh, Sean Green from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network here on the Hammerhead Hotline, trying to get your futures bets in in time for football season. Does Fields, is that a play at plus uh, 850 for rookie of the year? Do you think he's in it, or is this just basically Lawrence's to lose at this point? Who do you like for rookie of the year, at least on the offensive side? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because Fields isn't starting right now, so I think it's kind of crazy to take uh is kind of crazy to take him at eight and a half to one because that's so low i mean honestly i kind of like a mac jones at 11 to one or even even zach wilson i i think is kind of fun zach wilson you know he's going to start every game so you have that going for him and again i the jets i don't think are going to be quite as bad as people think uh what i would worry about with the jaguars is i, I don't know i'm not i'm not the hugest uh Urban Meyer fan as far as what he's going to trans, you know, how he's going to look in the pros. So I worry they won't win enough games for him to get that award. Mac Jones, to me, I think the case is pretty simple is that he ends up starting early on in the season. And again, I, I, Cam Newton just doesn't, doesn't really seem to have it uh, for me as far as like his throwing, his ability to throw the ball anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the Patriots missed the playoffs two years in a row. I think Belichick's going to do everything uh, humanly possible to get them into the playoffs. And if you're a rookie quarterback and you help them, you help your team get into the playoffs, I think it's a really good case for rookie of the year. Um, so, the, yeah, I would go I would go Mac Jones, actually, and then maybe Zach Wilson, just because I think they could maybe surprise some people, maybe get to like a 7-10 and 10, 
because um, I'm high on their coach as well, Robert Sala. Is there a good long shot in that category that you might like? I know folks around here love their Rondell Moore. He's a guy that makes a lot of wow plays and everything. I, it's very hard to overtake a quarterback, I think, in this category, um, especially at, uh, at a position like a receiver. But is there a long shot that's maybe not a quarterback that you uh, wouldn't mind throwing a few shekels down on? Um, you know, for the NFL, I mean, it's, <laughs> uh, it's kind of tough because, like you said, the, the narrative is always going to be surrounding the quarterback. I mean, I, I know it's fun to, to think about a, a running back or receiver who might, uh, you know, might kind of be in the mix there. But uh, here's what I would say is that we all remember the year Justin Jefferson had last year, which was like an insane year, 1,400 uh, receiving yards. Mm-hmm. He had uh, seven touchdowns. He was just dominant. And he didn't get rookie of the year. So, and he basically set a ton of rookie receiving records. So if a guy like, uh, you know, if a guy like uh, Justin Jefferson isn't going to be in the mix, I think it, it's going to be tough. And even some of the some of the uh, sleeper guys that you're talking about, the receiver position, like even Elijah Moore, who's kind of turning heads at Jets camp, and he's sitting at like forty to one. Well, how's Elijah Moore going to get it if he if he's getting if Zach Wilson's throwing him the ball? Um, you know, I mean, other guys who are maybe have a shot that aren't a quarterback are Kyle Pitts at eight to one, but that again, that's not even that much of a long shot. And, and taking a uh, taking a you know a tight end is a little crazy. Najee Harris for the Steelers, as far as non quarterback, but he's at five to one, and I, I don't, I wouldn't recommend taking anyone at five to one for rookie of the year. So. Exactly what I was thinking. Thank you for making that point, buddy. Because I said <laughs> everybody looks at those long shots, and uh, I'm like, it's it's hard to. Re- it's much like the Heisman Trophy, you know. It, it's yeah. hard to wrestle that thing away from a quarterback. You know, if you're putting your money on a defensive player at this point, I mean, you might as well just be throwing it away. Just <laughs> it's uh, it's just so consistent with the way they do that. I mean, you just got to follow the trends. We're talking with Sean Green here from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, where they're looking to give away 100 k during week one, by the way, and we're trying to get our future bets uh, in here in time for football season. Now let's let's transition over to the uh, college game. You know, uh, we're out here, Purdue University, uh, very excited about the football season, but a, a five-win uh, over-under total here. What do you think about the Boilermakers this season? Well, it's tough because I, I think they're in kind of a similar spot with, uh, like, the Colts where, you can like their team, but again, I, I think you ha- you would have to lean under here on Purdue. Unfortunately, they have a good, really good passing offense, but I'm just looking at this schedule that Purdue has, and it's it's brutal. I mean, 11 Power Five opponents, and even their even their 12th game. I mean, yeah, it's not a Power Five, but it's at UConn, which they're not horrible. So, I, I think they could have a solid team and go five and seven, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. Unfortunately, I'd have to lean under just because their schedule is so brutal. Is there somebody in the uh, Big Ten over-under total that you uh, really like? You feel like it's a slam dunk? Well, you know, I'm I'm, I'm super high on Wisconsin uh, this year. And, yes. and as far as I, you know, they have a high total. But I think, to me, the more fun bet is Wisconsin to make the college football playoff at like 8-1. to one. Um, They're going to have to – they're going to have to, you know – uh, win the Big Ten West and then enter the postseason with one loss. Probably take out either Ohio State or maybe Penn State. Win the Big Ten championship, but I think uh, Wisconsin representing the Big Ten in the college football playoff at eight to one is is pretty fun. 
I, I like them because I think they win the West, no problem. I, they, I mean, they got a decent shot to run the table. I know they got yeah. that game against Notre Dame, but you take a look at what they have on the road. It's Illinois, Purdue, Rutgers, and, I mean, it'll be tough at Minnesota, but, I mean, uh, they're avoiding a lot of the big dogs here. Uh, you know, Michigan doesn't scare me. Michigan shouldn't scare no. anybody. You know, Penn State. <laughs> Penn State's the opener, but you get them at home. Um, this, I mean, that that seems like the that that's my that's my sleeper to to run undefeated through the uh, regular season right there. I really like that pick, man. Uh, that's tremendous. And then, who do you like for the Heisman this year? Uh, you know, I've been going back and forth. I like uh, I I got some action on uh, Hal. At a UNC, I think that's a fun play. Um, yeah, he's the one. I, I think I got him at like sixteen to one. Um, you know, the quarterback at a UNC. I, I think again, just going to be throwing the ball a ton. I think they'll be pretty competitive there in the ACC. And yeah, I, I, some of the you know the the favorites aren't as interesting to me. But yeah, I'm, I'm going Sam Allen. Sam Allen. All right, put it down on your cards, folks. Sean's got you here from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, again, tons of great, uh, uh, you know, just content over there for you, too. And you said folks can win. You're trying to give away 100 k in week one. How can folks get in on that, Sean? Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. You download the app, and, uh, yeah, the, the odds will be live uh, September 1st. You have to pick all the games against the spread and a few totals. And if you get them all right, you win $100,000. So uh, we're rooting for the fans. Hopefully uh, one of our listeners can win hundred grand. it will be awesome. John Green of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Download the app. Get your shot at 100K. It's that simple. Sean, hey, thank you for helping us with our picks, man. I'm excited to make some money. Awesome. Thanks so much.